take a journey with me into the unseen realm of the paranormal. See it through the eyes of a demonologist. You're listening to the Cajun Demonologist Podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to the Cajun Demonologist Podcast. I am your host, Jeremy Leonard, the Cajun Demonologist. So I've decided we're going to start a new tradition here on the Cajun Demonologist Podcast. From here on out, we're going to do a segment at the beginning of each episode called Jeremy Knows Best. So look, with this coronavirus, so everybody's wearing masks, but here's the thing. People have the tendency to take things to the extreme. I mean, sometimes I sit back and I ask myself, where did common sense go? Did we humanity ever have common sense? Now, I wonder the aliens are coming for us. So, look, I'm riding through my hometown, all right? And I keep seeing people wearing masks, but they're not wearing them in the store or even walking around. They are wearing them while they are driving in their vehicle down the road. I mean, who are you trying to prevent from getting the coronavirus yourself? I mean, really? You are in a vehicle by yourself. Now, look, that's not even the icing on the cake. So I seen the damnedest thing the other day. I'm at a red light, and there is a man, an older gentleman. He is sanitizing his latex gloves while he is wearing a mask in his vehicle. I mean, what? Are you kidding me? Dude, don't you know whenever you do that, one, you're going to dry your gloves out? All right, and two, so look, wearing a mask. So being in the medical field, I will tell you this. Those masks are not designed to be worn for long periods of time. They act as a filter, okay? So when you breathe out, okay, all that bad stuff is getting trapped in that mask. And when you breathe in, everything's being pulled in. So you're getting a double whammy, all right? And the longer you wear it, the more risk that you run for making yourself sick instead of preventing yourself from getting sick. I mean, oh my God, my head hurts just thinking about it. But anyway, let's get to the topic of the day. Come on over to Cajun Hut Jewelry and check out our new online store. Each piece is unique and handmade. Each piece of jewelry has something about it that says it's one of a kind. So please come and stop by at Cajun Hut Jewelry and check us out at jeremyleonard.net. So we're going to dive into the topic of haunted objects and haunted dolls because it seems like haunted dolls is kind of like the new fad or trend that's going around in the paranormal field. Um, so when it comes to haunted objects, are these objects being haunted or inhabited by earthbound spirits or are they being inhabited by demonic entities? Well, in order to answer that, we must first explore what each one is. So when we're talking about earthbound spirits, what are we talking about? We are talking about us, right? People are spirits that was once a living person. 
that has passed on, but their soul continues to remain and will not pass over for whatever reason. Okay. Now, when it comes to earthbound spirits, more than likely, now I'm not saying all the time because there is always an exception to the rule. But in general, let's just say a general rule of thumb is that earthbound spirits are going to haunt a location. Something that they were familiar with and something that meant something to them personally when they were in the flesh, which means when they were alive. There is a reason why they have chose not to pass on. Maybe they have unfinished business. Maybe they have a message they need to convey to someone. But for whatever reason, they continue to remain in this realm. Now, whenever it comes to demonic entities, what is their specialty? What do they do? They destroy, conquer, and divide, and inhabit. They possess. The very word possession means to inhabit something, all right? So demons do not haunt a location or a home unless that entity is bound there, which means that it's basically a prison. It, is, it has been binded to that place or location by someone for some reason, but generally... Demons do not haunt homes. They haunt people. Now, with that being said, you have to understand that demons have rules they must follow. A demon cannot just see someone walking down the road or, you know, somebody that passes by and decide to attach itself to them and follow them home. It does not work that way. So, if you've ever heard of the rite of exorcism, which is a Catholic ritual, the very word rite, R-I-T-E, means that something has a right to something. So the rite of exorcism, which means expulsion, means to break that right that the entity has to a person. That is why it is called the rite of exorcism. Now, with that being said, wouldn't you think that it would go hand in hand to inhabiting a person or an object or a doll for that matter? Now, as I said a while ago, demons don't want to haunt a person. They don't even want to haunt an object for that matter. They want to destroy us, human beings. So how do they end up in dolls? are objects. Well, if you know anything about the occult, Satanism, witchcraft, and how they operate, what they will do is they will have rituals where they will conjure up a demonic entity and they will bind that entity to an object or to a place. Now, there's really two reasons why they do this. The first reason being is, is to protect himself. Because believe me, the practitioner or the occultist, the one that's doing the, the ritual, they know that if that demon thinks at any point that it's going to get the upper hand on them, that it's going to take that opportunity. 
So it is a way that they protect their self. That's why I don't know if you ever heard of the old saying, you stand inside the circle or outside the circle. It's a way to protect themselves. Now, the other hand is, you know, Satanists and witchcraft, people that study and practice the dark arts, they have a mission that their Lord, which would be Satan, has them do. And they get something in return for doing the devil's work. All right, which is power, wealth, so on. Why do you think so many wealthy people are Satanists? Now, what they will do is they will conjure these entities up and they will bind them to an object. Now, the role of this game, or the goal of this game, rather, is to spread evil, to spread Satan's army out so that they can conquer and divide. So what they would do is they will conjure these entities up into an object. Then they will bring that object and sell them at garage sales, thrift marks, flea markets, pawn shops, things like that. Now, remember how I said before that a demonic entity has to have a right to someone? Well, this is what you call thinking outside the box. So an unsuspecting buyer comes along and they see this object, let's just say a necklace, because it's very common in Satanism and witchcraft to bind entities to pieces of jewelry. All right, so the unsuspecting buyer comes, sees that piece of jewelry. They're drawn to it for whatever reason that they can't explain, but they, they want it. All right, so they go and they purchase this object and they bring it home with them. Now, the entity has a legal right, and I'm going to tell you why and how. Because when that person paid for that piece of jewelry, they paid for it with their own free will. They brought it to their home with their own free will, even though they didn't know what they were getting along with that piece of jewelry. But however, it's a loophole. It's an advantage that they will use in their tactics, you see. So a demon cannot do anything against our free will. That is what they are bound by, which is what I call the heavenly law, which states that they cannot do anything and intrude in our lives against our free will. However, you got to think, they're sneaky. There's all kinds of back doors you can take when we're talking about this. All right, so now with haunted dolls, the same concept applies. And I'm going to tell you why the occultists use dolls and jewelry for that matter. So let's just go with jewelry first. So they conjure up these entities and bind them to pieces of jewelry. And the reason being is because human beings, mankind has had an infatuation with jewelry since the dawn of creation, basically. Um, you know, cavemen, they found in, in ancient graves, I mean, just packed with jewelry. So, you know, that's always been a part of mankind since, you know, creation. All right. So that is one reason why they use that tactic. All right. Because for whatever reason, we as human beings seem to be mesmerized by jewelry. And it's also the reason why you could use jewelry for protection as well against demonic entities because it does hold that power. So you got to remember what can be done on the dark side can also be done on the light side. 
It's kind of where they get the concept, what's done on earth shall be done in heaven. All right, so when it comes to dolls, the reason why they will conjure these entities up to dolls is really quite simple. You guys, you have to remember this. Demons are not going to present themselves, or Satan for that matter, as something ugly and nasty. They're going to present themselves as something beautiful and lovable and innocent. That is how they operate, you know? So, you know, let's just use this metaphor. So if Satan disguised himself as a beautiful woman, you know, he's going to be able to conquer and divide a lot more ground than he would if he just decided to show up as some beast monster. All right? So, you know, I know that in a society with television and everything, when people talk about they see demons, that, you know, He's big and ugly and got horns and a tail and all of that. That's not necessarily true. You got to remember, Satan and the demons were once angelic beings. They were cast out of heaven, but they are still in their terrestrial, celestial, I'm sorry, in their celestial farm. They are still the same in appearance as the archangels, such as Michael, Raphael, and all of them would appear. So here's the thing with the dog. So, little kid goes to the flea market with mommy and daddy, or the garage sale with mommy and daddy, and they see this cute, cuddable, innocent-looking teddy bear or little clown or whatever it may be. And this little kid wants it because, why? Kids are attracted to that kind of thing. So, the kid goes to mommy and... Tells mommy they want it. Mommy says no. The kid throws a little temper tantrum. Well, guess what? At the end of the day, mommy's paying for that doll for the kid to bring her home. Just just so the kid will shut up. <laughs> God, you can tell I'm a parent because that's exactly what we do. Um, so, bam, there you go. Entry point. You know, they've, they've accomplished exactly what they set out to do. Now, when we talk about the paranormal field and, you know, haunted dolls seems to be the trend now. Um, when I see this, I can't help but to basically lose my marbles because these people are talking out of their rears, okay? And anybody that knows anything about spiritual warfare and how the demonic world operates, you would know that if that thing was truly haunted, by a demonic entity, their life would be destroyed in a matter of months. All right? It's, you're not going to be able to carry this thing around with you wherever you go to show it off to your friends. It's not going to work that way. These things have a mission. They have a goal. And they're going to try to accomplish that as fast as they can. Why? Because they want to inhabit a body. So why, why play around, right? Um, so with that being said... There's one more thing that I want to kind of discuss, and it's not necessarily, uh, well, it is a haunted object in a way, but this object is going to be something that I promise you, you have one in your house. I think everybody has one, all right? And this can be dangerous because it can be a portal for spirits. Now, when I say a portal, that goes for earthbound spirits as well. That is an entry point or an exit point for the spiritual world to go in and out through. All right. And that object is going to be, 
Can anyone guess? A mirror. Now, this boy here, one thing that I could promise you, you will never see me buy a used mirror. All right? So when we do an exorcism or a deliverance on a home, one of the things that you absolutely must do is put the sign of the cross, either with anointed oil or holy water, on every smooth surface, such as TV screens, mirrors, any kind of glass. Because that smooth surface, that reflective surface, is one of the easiest ways for an entity to manifest itself through. Take my story for an example. Whenever I done the Joy Stinson case, the case that led me down the path of eventually becoming a demonologist. When that entity showed itself to me in a solid form, okay, but I was looking at it through the mirror. Now, it didn't look all ghosty and smoky like most people think whenever you think of that. I mean, this thing was like a solid human being. However, the reflection was through the mirror. Um, so to make a long story short, I'll, I'll say this, that a couple of years ago, I took on a case. And um, this guy had some pretty bad stuff going in, on in his house. It was at the stage of infestation, but it was, it was getting very violent. Um, and I could not figure out what the entry point was. Now, remember, the right of exorcism means that I have to break the entry point. I have to break the right. So I needed to figure out what the right was, but I couldn't figure it out. And I happened to walk in his garage and behind, tucked away in a corner, um, behind a bunch of other stuff, there was three mirrors back there. And, you know, this old boy here was, you know, experienced dealing with mirrors in the past. You know, that little red light went off in my head. And I looked at him and I said, man, where'd you get all these mirrors from? And he said, oh, man, I got those free. He said, about three or four weeks ago, I was going down the road and they had them sitting by the road and it says, please take free mirrors. So I pulled over. It was free and I threw it in my vehicle. <laughs> and I'm like man, dude, you just don't know. You just you just walked right into that trap, didn't you? I mean, did you not find it somewhat odd that someone would have several mirrors, not one, several mirrors, out by the end of the road, and it says, please take me. So the reason that was is because the person that had ownership of those mirrors previous, and if it did have a demonic entity to it, guess what? He has to have someone else take those mirrors by their own free will to break the right and the tie that it has with him. Why else do you think it was out there? So when this guy threw it in his truck, took it home with him, well, he broke the right of the previous owner, and now the entity had to write with him. <laughs> so I took the mirrors, and I exposed of them properly. Um, I actually submerged them in the bottom of a river. No way they will never be found. Um, which is what you do with those type of objects. You either do that or you bury them on hollowed ground. Uh, now, when we talk about hollowed ground, are we talking about a cemetery? Well, obviously, if you go start digging a hole in a cemetery and uh, somebody sees you, guess what? You're probably going to get arrested. So, no. To make ground hollow, you could use holy water or say a simple blessing over it. Remember, what's done on earth shall be done in heaven. You ask God to make it hallowed ground, guess what? It happens. Um, so I'll tell you this. 
me, when I go to Walmart or a place like that, you know, a place that sells mirrors, usually it's like an aisle with nothing but mirrors. This boy ain't walking down that aisle. Even though these are used, I mean, brand new mirrors, I've seen things, you know, manifest through these things that <laughs> I don't care to see, all right? So I avoid it. And I promise you, you do not ever want to get a used mirror now i'm sure there's somebody listening to this podcast right now that's not gonna listen to old jeremy trying to warn them and they're gonna end up in a bind but hopefully when that does happen because i'm sure it will somewhere along the line they will remember this podcast and i hope they send me a message through anchor and say jeremy i thought you were absolutely crazy but uh Come to find out, you do know a little bit of what you're talking about. I would have never thought so, but apparently you do. So remember that, guys. And remember, be safe out there. Be kind. Love one another. Remember, energy feeds off of energy. So we don't want that negative energy to gain more ground. We want to make this world as positive as we can because I don't think it could get too much more negative. But anyway, until next time, thank you for listening to the Cajun Demonologist podcast.